Welcome to Focus on Claims with Ernie Bray, CEO of ACD. Hey everyone, Ernie Bray here with ACD and today I have a very special guest, Tom Gray from IV Auto. Now, IV Auto is a national auto, auto salvage organization that's been around since 1983. They cover the whole country. And I wanted to have Tom on uh, to discuss basically auto salvage. There's so much opportunity out there in the industry right now uh, to optimize workflows. And they have a lot of exciting things going on. And welcome aboard, Tom. Thanks, Ernie. Glad to be here. Hey, so uh, we, how you doing? You working from home these days? I can see there. We're all kind of... Yeah, we're working from home. I got a palm tree behind my shoulder here. Yeah, we're... Uh, <laughs> We're sheltering in place and all that good stuff. Yeah. yeah. These, these, these uh, meetings like this are becoming such commonplace out there. I mean, like every Friday or every, actually every other week, I do a big, massive meeting on Zoom. And I got the whole panel of everybody on there. You can see all, the, mm -hmm. uh, all of our staff members. And it's a really cool way to connect. You know? It sure is. It sure is. And it's, I think it's going to become the new normal as, as businesses move away from brick-and-mortar solutions. Yeah, so I think just, it's here to stay. Yeah, it's 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 really exciting how they you know implement all this. So, so Tommy, you know, I, I know you've been in the industry industry for a long time, and tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, how long you know your background? Well, I'm VP of Market Development for IV Auto. I started out as a fast tracker for Hartford uh, many moons ago. Licensed in nine states, currently active in Florida, with around thirty years claims experience, primarily in the P and C arena. Yeah. Uh, basically, from the time the phone rings until the lawsuit settled, been there, done that, and all the services underneath it. Uh, I have an MBA, and I'm a Six Sigma quality black belt. Right on, right on. Yeah, I'm Six Sigma too. So yeah, that's, that's some great stuff. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Process improvement. That's what we're all about. That's so. exactly right. Well, you know, I got a whole list. I got a whole bunch of a bunch of paper here uh, <laughs> that I got for you. I don't want to okay. overwhelm you. But, you know, okay. for our listeners out there and for claims, you know, executives and claims supervisors and managers in the auto side, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunity, like I said at the beginning, to really focus on optimization of this salvage sector. And I think a lot of times that portion of the claim is often maybe overlooked. And go ahead and just jump in. Tell me a little bit about deeper about what IV Auto really does. We operate in a concierge environment. It's a one-on-one -on -one environment. So if you need something done, you pick up the phone, you get it done immediately. You have a person assigned to you. Um, we're a purchase company. We operate under a purchase contract. So you don't have to deal with any auction hassle or rebids or fees or sales commissions or any of those other things. Um, we also provide instant bids that are guaranteed for 30 days, not just an auction value, but uh, you can get an instant bid with us on a particularly nice piece of salvage. Um, and as you said, the goal is to get everything upstream as much as possible. Uh, where we see the opportunity is from the time the loss is reported. If we can get that total loss identified and assigned out yep. at FNOL complete or at warm transfer, you're talking big, big savings in terms of storage and rental costs. Storage in California, for example, can be over a hundred bucks a day. So just do the math. It doesn't take long for those costs to run up. So our goal is to get into the process as automated as possible and as upstream as possible as we possibly can. Yeah, we I mean, are a DM that's a good point. DMB. So, Go sorry, sorry to cut into you, but um, that's a really good point because mm -hmm. I think a lot of times, wouldn't you say that 
salvage is sometimes seen more toward the end of the process. And when you're talking about getting it to the front portion, um, that's what I want to kind of focus on because what, wh what have you seen out there, how that can well, impact the claim? Catching I've handled hundreds of hundreds of total losses. I've had people who work for me who work for me to do total loss. This is an historic issue. Uh, salvage and subrogation are always the last thing, you know, after all the coverage is identified and all the injuries are handled and everything else, that car has been sitting in a storage yard for 30 days or longer. And so the costs in terms of ALA spend, expense spend, are just astronomical. And it's been an issue ever since I've been in the business. For the first time, I feel like because of the new automation, we have the ability to, to uh, mitigate that a lot more than we ever have had in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, let me ask you a question on this. On when we're talking about the capturing something from the first, you know, part of the claim, mm -hmm. um, the difference between IV Auto now are these guaranteed um, bids that carriers can get and actually get that claim settled? Are they having to wait for salvage to sell at the salvage yard, or is no, this they're like not. No, they're not. Oh, with okay. us. With us, there's no auction, so there are no fees. There's no auction fees, no sales commissions, no towing, all right? And also, there's another fee, which is the buyer fee. The buyer has to make a fee, too. And okay. guess what? When they pay a fee, they lower the amount that they may pay the seller. So with us, it's basically you get a set percentage. It's the highest percentage in the industry. It's a net percentage in your pocket with no auction hassle, no fees, no commissions, and no reruns. Now, why is that important? Well, one reason is because in order for us to make money, we have to do well on your salvage. So we have skin in the game. Mm -hmm. If we rely on fees to auction your vehicle, do we really care how much your vehicle gets? No, because we made our money in fees already. It's kind of like a vacuum cleaner. You know, you could give the vacuum cleaner away because it's all about the bags, right? It's yeah, the you know, same idea. So, 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 so basically an adjuster in some ways is not going to have to wait for that salvage sale. They can actually move that claim along faster is, if I'm hearing yes. that right. That's correct. Okay. That's exactly right. Once they move it to us, the next thing they're going to get is a check. The only other thing they have to do is send the paperwork over and we can assist with that. We're a DMV entity uh, and we can get quick, quick title turnaround. And remember, once we buy your vehicle from you, you're off the paper right? It's not sitting in a lot, rotting away, waiting to be auctioned off. You're off the paper. It's our car now. So all those kinds of issues, and believe me, I've handled thousands of these, those are off the table and it frees up the adjuster to adjust instead of clerical. So you're taking some of the heavy lifting off that adjuster is what you're saying and, mm -hmm. and you're making their life easier. So that's basically streamlining that process. Let me ask you this question. Um, what do you see when you're meeting with carriers, some of the ways that, um, that they can optimize workflows that, you know, areas that they're not right now and things they could do. Like if you were, if you were meeting with somebody at a carrier, what would you are seeing some of the trends that could be changed commonly? Well, workflow optimization is the number one goal. Now, can AI solve the problem? Well, AI can be a big part of the, of the solution. Mm -hmm. You need to get the right mix of people skills and AI to be able to um, use technology to get the claim handled faster and better, more efficiently. So what I hear from carriers is, you know what, 
why are we losing so much money on storage? Why are we paying out so much rental? Well, when FN Oil Complete was done, how long did it take that adjuster to be able to actually do anything on that claim? Was it two days, three days, a week? The whole time that was going on, the cash clock was ticking. So the better we can do to lever the claim in its entirety through automation to free the adjuster up to do what you're paying them for, which is to adjust, the more efficient you're going to be. That's going to have a ripple effect through all aspects of insurance. I mean, frequency, severity, average paid, reserves on the books, you name it. It has a ripple effect because a good claim is a closed claim. And the faster you can get it paid properly, get it adjudicated and closed, the better off you're going to be and the more profitable you're going to be. Well, going back to what you were saying about um, using AI and technology, I mean, mm -hmm. there's solutions, you know, out there uh, with the computer vision and solutions that we're, you know, we're working on as well um, that can capture some of the decision making up front. And, mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the thing with AI and all this as well is you have to have a level of accuracy to some degree where you can make good decisions. Obviously, with the age of the vehicle, miles and some determinations can be made to predict yes a total loss from the get-go, yes. really at first notice of loss. And I think a lot of carriers, um, I think that's an area, and tell me if you see this as well, that is currently not being uh, addressed. I mean, I'm sure there's some questions being asked at the outset of the first notice of loss, but if you can capture that, you could really bypass so much of the claims process and really get it right to a facility. What happens in a situation, though, if a carrier wanted to uh, be a little aggressive maybe and get that quick uh, decision and then maybe it's determined that maybe there was this mistake made and that vehicle was not a total loss or I mean how, how do you guys work in that aspect that's something I was I was wondering like if a carrier wanted to be more aggressive and say hey we based on our computer vision or our decisions or our algorithms that it mm -hmm. is a total does IV auto pick that up and then can something happen and say okay wait actually let's move that to a shop later on. Absolutely. Absolutely. We say when in doubt, move it out. Okay. If you've got a cover, if you've got a cover, this is especially true with non-standard and I'm working with one right now. If you have a material misrepresentation or some kind of a coverage issue, you can so focus on the coverage issue and the whole time the car's sitting in the storage lot. So what we want to do is get that vehicle out of there instantly, even to the point of having your appraiser go to our yard to be able to look at it, right? Yeah. Now, if it yeah. turns out if it turns out that coverage is provided, what's the worst that can happen? We tow it back, or we tow right. it to a repair facility of choice. But the point is to stop the clock on on storage. Yep. And to have a clean process that's that's fee free to maximize returns. Now, those are net returns, the money you put into your pocket. That's the goal. That that gets me to another question I have for you, um, data. Metrics reporting that is so huge these days. And mm -hmm. what are you seeing from and carriers out there when it comes to the importance of data? On, I mean, obviously, Ivy Auto, you guys, I'm sure, are giving tell me about the data you would give back and reporting. Are they getting trends? Are there things they can track as a manager? Tell me about that. The importance of your yes, there. we got a robust reporting system, um, and we custom tailor what the uh, leaders want to see. Uh, because it, it's it's different from one business model to another. You know, some things that might be critical to quality in one place may not be in another place. Our data are very, very granular, and they're available ad hoc. You don't have to 
you know, just get it once a month or anything like that. Mm-hmm. The bigger issue, the bigger issue is how do we lever uh, AI and machine learning going forward? What can we standardize uh, to make predictive analytics better? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. If, if we have experience, it's a function of the X's, right? We write product. We underwrite product. We use actuary for that product. Mm-hmm. We produce frequency, right? Frequency, one point of frequency is five points of severity to the loss ratio. So if we use analytics, predictive analytics, we can get a handle based on our historical data, what those are, that function of the X's, and what we get is a Y output that says, in the future, based on PIF, based on this program that we've been doing in the past, Mm -hmm. here's what we should see for risk experience, for rate, for average pay, for severity, and most importantly, for paid loss ratio, so that we don't have to go get rate in such a competitive market, especially if we're a non-standard book. We okay. have to be top five on the Raider, or it's a real challenge. I, I, I got. Let me just. I was just thinking about something here. You were talking about um, when we talked about the upfront portion of it and how we get. Can you guys like? I think get like some um, data together for a company. Let's say you're dealing with a carrier, non-standard, maybe a traditional carrier, and maybe provide them some consulting on how aggressive they could be on the early tow decisions. Like, do you have any ability to make any algorithms up to help them and guide them on how they could make some decisions early on that first notice of loss? Cause that's really something I'm, I've been really interested in ACD here is how we can help the carriers through our partners. How can we help them make those better decisions? And how do you guys work in that area? Well, we're here to help adjust, help, carriers make better decisions. Mm-hmm. Just as simple as that. We provide the data to do that. Um, better decisions is a, is a, can be a complex term. Mm-hmm. The point is to get the vehicle moved out of there uh, as soon as possible and then look back at our historicals to see if we can adjust our relationship to be better for you in the future. So it's an ongoing process. What would you say, I mean, I don't know the answer on this. You know, we've talked to hundreds and ca- hundreds of carriers. Would you still say there's a considerable amount of carriers out there that don't really have a focus on the front end like this, and they're just simply taking the claims in and not really making any decisions? Is there a lot of carriers that do that still? I speak to people all day long, and by and large, what I hear is the same thing. Why can't we identify these vehicles as totals upstream in the process and get those things moved out of there? Why Mm -hmm. can't we do that? All right. That's the number one thing that I hear all the time. So our focus, our focus is to be joined at the hip with a carrier to say, the minute you know that vehicle is a total loss, or if you suspect that vehicle to be a total loss, mm-hmm. even if it's a constructive, if it's a 20-year-old vehicle and it's got a dent in the fender, chances are it's a total loss. Get it out of that storage facility. True, work on the coverage, work on all the issues, adjudicate the claim, but get it to a storage neutral facility where you don't have to pay fees, you don't have to pay commissions, and you don't have to worry about it so you can get about the business of handling the rest of the claim. Yep, makes total sense, makes total sense. So, I mean, if you, if talking to a carrier, what would you say right now in a sort of an elevator pitch of like, what are like, Two or, two or three things that you would say, this is why IV Auto would be the, the, the company you would want to choose to help streamline operations. Like what, what are your guys' key in, you know, things that separate you, you feel about? We don't charge fees 
we don't charge commission uh, sales commissions. We don't charge storage for the first 180 days. Mm -hmm. We don't charge towing. Okay. Yep. We do provide our clients with a one-on-one -on -one relationship. Um, we don't have brick and mortar facilities all over the country that we have to pay for and then pass that cost along to the carrier. Mm -hmm. We don't have highly vertically integrated uh, organizational charts where we pay a lot of salary and benefits. We keep it at the ground level so that we can keep costs low, right? And that we, those savings we can pass on to our clients. Um, we guarantee the values because remember, we're purchasing the vehicle under a purchase contract. It doesn't matter what the condition of the vehicle is, you get the guaranteed rate, okay? Because we know that over the, uh, over the, the number of cars you have, some of them are gonna be bad, some of them are gonna be good, and it's up to us to get them sold and to turn a profit on what we sell. Yeah. Let, me, let me ask you this, so, so what kind of companies, are you currently working with uh, all sorts of companies, the TPAs, any self-insureds, or like what kind of the market is basically your guys' niche, or yeah, who do you guys work uh, with? Uh, yes, <laughs> in, in a nutshell, yes. Uh, we work with um, we work with floor plan companies, GL, where dealers have uh, hail losses and, and cat losses. Oh, yeah. We work with PNC companies, mm -hmm. non-standard companies. I was uh, I was in Hurricane Michael right after, about a week after, walking around a Ford lot up in Panama City Beach, videoing cars that we 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 made a bid on all the cars in inventory. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So trucking companies, uh, tractor trailers. Heavy oh, really? Equipment. I didn't know that. Tractor trailers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, uh, we, we bid one uh, two weeks ago that had a trailer full of uh, swing sets and we sold the swing sets. Oh, wow. So, bottom line, bottom line, pretty much, whether it's commercial, yeah. whether it's PNC, yeah. standard or non-standard, dealer, um, heavy equipment, catastrophic loss. When in doubt, tow it out. We do it. And our model is the same. It doesn't, it doesn't change. The only thing that is different is on a commercial loss, storage costs can get really high. So we make sure to call first mm -hmm. to uh, coordinate with the adjuster prior to picking that salvage piece up. Wow. Okay. That's great. That's great. So I know at ACD here, we've been working on uh, you know, adding more partners to our platform. That's been our big push. And, um, you know, we, we have a plans on integrating the IV auto solution into our platform. And we're really excited about that, pushing our technology, utilizing a lot of these things. And uh, on your end over at IV auto, what are some exciting things that you guys have on the horizon coming out that you, if you want to share it, I don't know if it's secret or top secret or anything, but um, <laughs> feel free to, you know, divulge anything that you feel that really is, is exciting coming out on your end. Sure. We, um, we recently deployed a brand new uh, software platform. It's a lot more robust, a lot more intuitive. Yep. Um, we're working all the time with our dev team to enhance that functionality. We want to get as many steps in the process automated as possible so that we can shorten our cycle time. When we shorten our cycle time, people get paid faster, right? Yep. So, yep. so what we're trying to do is uh, have task alarms, for example, where uh, we have a task to notify an adjuster, hey, this car has been out on, on the yard for more than three days. What do you want to do? Mm -hmm. You know, or has been in open status for a long time. We're pending a piece of paperwork of some sort. In other words, to really work closely with the adjuster and lever automation so that 
there are no surprises. You know, we don't, there's not a hundred cars sitting somewhere in a lot that where you owe a hundred thousand dollars on storage that you didn't know about, for example. So it's all about laying the groundwork and then, and then automating up as much as we can, as much as it makes sense to bring the best value we can to our clients. That's what we're doing right now. Let me ask you this. I just want you sort of your thoughts on this. I mean, we see the industry all talking about touchless claims and, um, and there's a push, obviously, to say, let's try to eliminate as many touch points. And I'm a big, huge fan of that. I think there's so many different touch points in the claims process that basically are unneeded and can be actually basically optimized with a great workflow. But, you know, us being in the industry for this many years know there's still that human touch uh, just in general, what do, what do you think on the industry? You see all this stuff going on. Uh, I have my thoughts on it, but what do you see about the importance of still having claims professionals, you know, in the human factor versus automation and eliminating humans and self-service? What do you see and like where adjusters still fit in or even that, just that human touch, just sort of, I know it's kind of a general question, but what do you see how the industry is going in that aspect? Well, I think the, the point to me is touchless claims, but we want to touch the right things, right? Mm-hmm. So, so if we can use uh, uh, Autobot, for example, in a, in a real Q&A experience mm-hmm. uh, to, to facilitate better claim service, that's great. If we can um, um, automate things like uh, fender benders, fast mm-hmm. track claims, you know, uh, I hit my mailbox, all that's happening, okay, and that's important. If we can make it so that uh, as, a, as a policyholder, I can get a reliable estimate on my own mm-hmm. and then work with the carrier to get that thing paid within hours instead of days, those are all good things. Now, if someone hits someone and there's a fatality, we need human involvement. Yep. Today we do. If you get a letter of representation from Dewey Cheatham and Howe, attorney at law, you need human involvement. So the key thing is to do the right things right, uh, to, to, to slough off the 66% of claims that are you know, non-events and expected, and to be able to use the best resources possible on that small group of claims that are always there on the roller that could blow up on you, you know, can be a mm-hmm. real problem. And that's the key thing. Someday, maybe we'll have We'll have uh, intelligence enough, you know, to where all those conversations will be handled by machines in the cloud. I don't know. But the point is, as an adjuster, give me more time to be able to, to do what I do to mitigate a large loss and, and take that other stuff away from me so that my phone isn't ringing off the wall. I need more rental. I need a new part. And I can concentrate on those kinds of claims. And that's the right mix. How are we going to get there? It's, um, it's going to happen, right? Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I mean, that's kind of sort of in line exactly with kind of what I, I'm a believer. Of. We call it at our company, we call it sort of the, instead of touchless claims, touchless triage. We're trying to yes. make sure you put in the right claims into the right hands for the right outcome. You don't want to mm-hmm. overgo, you know, see this shiny new object and you go, hey, I'm going to do everything by photo estimating at the expense of, like you were saying, putting the human touch in claims that actually need it. You got to put the right claims in the right, right. hands. Yeah. One little, one little box that you check off in F and that says fatality question mark. 
Yep. If you click that box, that bad boy is going to ex- escalate all the way through the claims ranks, right? Yep. That's, just, that's just one example. Another one is uh, attorney represented. Check that box. That's a whole different track than just whether or not your car gets fixed. Yes, but and, and you also got to worry about fraud too with I think some of the automation. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I mean, with the way people can alter photographs and, and do things these days, as you can see, I mean, with that, yeah. what's that stuff out there? You see those, you ever see those videos where they, people like have people saying words that's like, what they call it? Deep fakes or whatever. They're faking people's, you can't trust things sometimes. So you, sometimes you do need eyeballs on a lot of things. Well, yeah. ISO reporting and Nimvidus reporting and now mm-hmm. reporting every time you cut a check, it has to go through Homeland Security to see if that yeah. person's on the, on the uh, terror list. Um, yeah, um, lever automation everywhere where you can, yep. but make sure that when you need somebody that's a real person to really handle something that's important, you instantly have them by virtue of the automation that you have in place. That's yep. key. Very, very cool. Very cool. That's exactly. So, uh, Tom, I'm going to, if there's anything you want to add about Ivy, I'd love you to wrap it up and, and uh, feel free to give uh, all of our listeners uh, uh, how they can contact you, get in touch with Ivy Auto. It's been great mm-hmm. to have you on. But yeah, tell our listeners how they can get a hold of you. Okay, great, Ernie. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, we're at www.ivyautoinc.com. That's I V A U T O I N C.com. And our toll free is 888 789 I can be reached anytime, 352-422-1374. My email address is tgray, T-G-R-A-Y, at iviatoinc.com. We'll be happy to follow up and answer any questions you might have. We'd love to talk to you about uh, your needs and maybe uh, do some work with you. Awesome. Well, hey, it's great to have you on, Tom, and thanks so much. And we're looking forward to integrating with you as well. Yes, sir. Looking forward to our partnership. All right, have a good one. Okay. This has been Focus on Claims with Ernie Bray, President and CEO of ACD.